welcome to Dental Brain Crops. I talk to a lot of dentists and I listen carefully to what they say. And I want to describe to you a visual that's come to my mind so many times when I'm talking with you about your happiness in relation to other people. So I want you to imagine that there's a fountain flowing with water that you want because you're thirsty and you're holding a bucket that you want to fill with the crystal clear liquid coming out of the fountain. But instead of getting right underneath the fountain, instead of positioning yourself with direct access to the liquid that you want, you're holding your bucket underneath the bucket of somebody else who's thirsty, someone else who wants water, someone who you want to have water too. So you hold your bucket out right underneath theirs and you watch their face with anticipation as their bucket begins to fill. And you have some ideas. Maybe you're hoping that once their bucket is full of water, that yours magically will be too. Maybe you're hoping that their bucket will overflow into yours and you decide that whatever runoff you get will be good enough for you. Maybe you've decided that once the other person's bucket's full, that you'll be more comfortable taking a closer spot to the fountain to get that direct access to the water you want and need. Or maybe you've decided that someone else having a full bucket is all you really need to have your thirst quenched. So you stand there watching the fountain pouring out water, your bucket underneath someone else's, and you wait. Sometimes you wait patiently, enjoying the company of the person you're waiting on, and sometimes your thirst becomes uncomfortable and you have to dig pretty deep to keep smiling. Sometimes you find yourself tapping your foot, hoping that any minute now it'll be your turn. And as nice and kind of you as it is to want someone else to have water, and as caring and as giving as you're trying to be... I want to offer you a completely different approach to being kind, meeting needs, and sharing water, so to speak. Because so often with good intentions, we make decisions that we're hoping will fill other people's buckets, that will take care of other people's needs or make other people happy. And wanting the people you love to have the things they want and need is good. But what isn't good and what's tripping a lot of you up is supposing that you are in control of their outcomes, their satisfaction, their happiness. You're not. And that's a good thing, right? Because go back to the fountain and bucket visual. Did you ever consider that where they're standing may not be the best place for them to get water? Yet you've decided that your bucket depends on the filling of theirs, Did you consider that their bucket may have holes in it? And as quickly as the water's being poured into it, it's also escaping out of the sides? Other people are ever-changing. They're hard to predict and they are impossible to control. And when you're telling yourself that you're doing or not doing something in an attempt to make someone else happy, and you're putting that before and above what you want and need to do, You're trying to control another human being. You're trying to control with good intentions how they respond, how they react, how they feel. But here's the really meta part. 
the reason that you want them to respond well, to be satisfied and feel happy is because of a decision that you made. You decided that once someone else is content, then you will give yourself permission to relax, permission to be satisfied, permission to feel happiness, which is a terrible deal. You might wait your whole life for someone else to learn to find satisfaction and happiness. For some people, it's a lifelong journey. And meanwhile, you're holding yourself back. You're restricting yourself from being allowed right now to feel the way you want to feel and do the things you want to do. You've decided that someone else, an external thing, gets to have power and direct you internally. And I recommend that if you're doing that, that you stop doing that. And I will say that you're onto something. You are so powerful. You are literally the director of your own life by the way that you direct your mind. The only reason that you think you'll feel better if your spouse or your children, your patients, or whoever is pleased with you is because you've decided that. You've decided that they get that power. You've chosen it, which means you're the person with the real power since you decide who gets it and who doesn't. And you can choose right now to take it all back. You can choose to take care of your needs, go after your goals, and choose happiness as often as you want to and still hope that the people around you choose the same. It's not one or the other or one before the other. It can be simultaneous. Just choose it to be. And if other people don't join, if they don't choose to think and feel and be the way that they really want to, at least you've ensured your own well-being. Sometimes a little shift in positioning gives everyone a new perspective, everyone an added dose of hope. So reposition yourself, stand next to your spouse, stand next to your kids, stand next to your patients, stand next to your friend and fill your bucket at the same time. You're going to be much more compelling and you're going to help people so much more if you're an example, if your bucket is full. Now, I know what it's like to find yourself focusing on someone else, to want someone else to feel good and be happy with the way things turn out, to make a conscious effort to do things in a way that will be most favorable to someone else. In fact, a while back, I was in a phase of my business where things seemed to be going really fast. I was doing a ton of coaching. I was meeting a ton of people, hosting a bunch of webinars. I just started this podcast, just a lot of irons in the fire, and it was all really good stuff. And I was pumped about what I was doing and was and still am incredibly passionate about my reason for what I do. And then something came up and this happens, you guys, something came up that allowed me the opportunity to reach for my own coaching tools and put them to use. One of my best friends and favorite people in the world let me know that she was itching for a trip and wanted to come see me. And she had the dates and ideas on what we do and all of the details. She was excited and I got excited and I got off the phone and it hit me as much as I wanted to see my friend. I already had other things going on during those dates that she could travel, things that were also important to me. 
And here's what my brain did. And I noticed it happened. I had the thought, the things that I scheduled aren't more important than my friend. Think about that for a minute. The things I have scheduled are not more important than my friend. That thought and thoughts like those often have this underlying comparison going on. It's like, on the one hand, I have my business, and on the other hand, I have my friend, and my mind just random fires out the prospect of making a choice, of creating an order of important scale. And I noticed that thought and kind of shrugged my shoulders and dismissed it because that's not how I do my life. That's not how I think about things. It's not my happiness or yours. The business is important or the friend is. The family is important or the hobbies are. So I paused and really got to the bottom of what I was thinking and why. And what I realized was that I am always really, really excited to see the people that I love. And from a scheduling perspective, the dates that would have worked for her for this trip were not ones that I was available to spend much time with her. But knowing how much fun we have and having heard her excitement over the phone, I didn't want to squash that by saying no. I didn't want her to think that I didn't want to see her. But if I said yes, I knew that I'd be putting off a lot of things, that I'd enjoy my time with her, but that I'd also need to figure out where to reschedule all my stuff, and that those things would probably impact other things that were in the works. And all of that could be done. But the reality was, and it's a theme that shows up in a lot of our lives, that just because something can be done doesn't mean that it needs to be done. One of the beauties of our lives is that we get to design them however we want to. For me, most of you know that I do my planning in advance. I know what I'm after. I know what I'm designing. A part of my design, and I recommend that it be a part of your design, is making a lot of room for your preferences, for the things that you like, the things that you enjoy. And I hear you. I have the same thoughts too. You're saying that what makes you happy is making other people happy, but that is a lie because you can't make someone else happy. You just can't. If you think you make a lot of people happy in your life, then I commend you for choosing to surround yourself with people who choose happiness. But don't overstep and take credit for their happiness, even if you've hoped to contribute to it. What I'm offering you here is insurance, because the second that you start taking credit for making other people happy, you also get to take credit for not making them happy or even even making them unhappy, that's beyond the scope of your practice, my friends. You may be the most incredibly skilled and uniquely talented doctor in the world, and you're still not the director of somebody else's mind and feelings, and neither am I. So when my mind offered me thoughts which felt a little bit like warnings that I didn't want to squash my friend's excitement and that my work wasn't more important than my friend... I countered with empowering thoughts, more reasonable perspectives, ones that uplifted both of us, filled both of our buckets. I realized that I love my friend and I love my business. I love the idea of scheduling a trip with her soon. And I realized that sticking with the complex schedule of events and action items that I already had planned would be best for my business and best for the people I serve. 
And that once those were taken care of, I'd be much more available, both time-wise and emotionally, to plan time with my friend. And I decided that I'd deliver my decision to her with love and excitement for a future trip that works well for both of us. I stood beside her metaphorically at the fountain. I took care of what I had going on, what I needed to do, how I felt things would be best for my situation. And at the same time, I connected with her. With the same excitement that we talked about this proposed trip, we began dreaming up another future trip and we laughed and all was well. And I get that that's not always the way things work out. Sometimes the story ends less pleasantly. Sometimes you say no or make a decision that isn't the other person's favorite and they pull back. They become upset or maybe they get angry. Those things happen, but let those be theirs and you be in charge of your thoughts about how they respond. If someone gets upset about a decision that you made, you have a ton of options. You can get upset too. You can become defensive. You can become insecure and back down on your decision. Or you can choose to let that person have their thoughts and have their feelings and accept that for them in that moment, that is how they are thinking and feeling and let that be okay. Can you be okay with someone else's discomfort? Can you stand next to them and not try to fix it in a way that isn't true to what you want and what you need? Fill your bucket. Hopefully they will fill their bucket right alongside you. And even more hopefully, if either of you have holes in your buckets, you'll notice and repair them quickly. But take responsibility for your own needs. Take back the reins on your own emotional life. You can choose to let other people feel and experience life the way they choose to, and you can decide to love them no matter what they choose. Yet separate their choices and their feelings from the deciding factors on how you live and you run your life, especially your emotional life. That's all for today. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.